It's been three months since the Hamas terror attack on Israel. As tensions in the region intensify, could the Gaza conflict engulf the region in a wider war? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up in an unprecedented move, a Republican-led panel decided to leave the impeachment charges against President Joe Biden's top border official. But first, it's been it's been three months since the Hamas terror attack on Israel. Currently, the Israeli Defense Forces are fighting to free hostages and eradicate the terror group. In nearby Jordan, an Iran-backed drone attack on a U.S. base killed three Americans and wounded dozens of others. For more, we're joined by Jonathan Tobin, the editor-in-chief of the Jewish News Syndicate. Jonathan, thanks so much for your time today. Great to be with you, Veronica. Thanks. President Biden says he has decided on a response to the attack. Meanwhile, the Pentagon says it does not want to escalate tensions in the Middle East. Can this balancing act be achieved? Well, that's uh, the question to be answered. Um, What President Biden must do is to reestablish deterrence against Iran and its terrorist auxiliaries. Um, They cannot be allowed to fire at and kill Americans with impunity. Um, Unfortunately, His administration has been projecting a degree of weakness ever since the withdrawal from Afghanistan and an unwillingness to engage with Iran and to make clear that there are red lines that it cannot cross. Um, And he the very fact that he's taken this long to respond, I think, undermines any deterrence. But um, short and let's be clear, uh, America doesn't want to get into a war with Iran or get directly involved with the Houthis, but they must be warned and there must be a strong response. And uh, unfortunately, too much of what this administration did leading up to October 7th was to encourage Iran, its terrorist auxiliaries, Hamas, Hezbollah in Lebanon, and especially the Houthis, who were taken off the terror list um, by Biden and now uh, are uh, threatening American shipping and uh, the international uh, right of free passage in the Red Sea and uh, the Horn of Africa. Um, That can't go on, so he must do something. And it has to be some kind of military response short of all-out war um, to make it clear to Iran there are lines they cannot cross. Now, we're certainly seeing so much happening in that area. Could the consequences from the conflict in Gaza engulf the region in a wider war? Well, there's always that danger. And I think there was always the fear, especially immediately after October 7th, that uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon, which is a direct auxiliary, they take their orders from Tehran, that they would open up a second front in northern Israel to assist Hamas in Gaza. Um, They haven't done that. They have fired on Israel, shooting rockets into northern Israel, uh, created a lot of refugees as people have, they've evacuated some of the border community in in part to prevent another October 7th from the north, but to um, prevent people from being killed by these rockets. But they've stopped short of launching, you know, a full war between um, Hezbollah controlled Lebanon and Israel. And I think the reasons for that is that they rightly fear the consequences of engaging in a full war with Israel. Um, that might shake Hezbollah's power in Lebanon. It, it would it would certainly create havoc for Israel 
casualties. But to date, uh, they've shown that they want to um, sort of scare the Israelis, uh, make gestures towards towards helping Hamas. But it's not clear to me that Iran wants a wider war. It just wants to create havoc and it wants to demonstrate American weakness. The International Court of Justice ordered Israel to take measures to limit death and destruction in Gaza. How is the nation responding to this ruling? Well, it's the entire proceeding at the International Court of Justice was a joke. Um, Israel isn't committing genocide. There's nothing remotely like genocide in what Israel is trying to do to root out Hamas in Gaza. Uh, the only genocidal party in this conflict is Hamas, whose goal is the destruction of Israel and the slaughter of its population, as it showed on October 7th. In fact, Israel is already doing everything it can to limit civilian casualties, doing more than any other modern army has ever done under similar circumstances. So that's not serious. It's it's not regarded, I think, by certainly by Israelis or even serious people within the American military as a serious uh, charge against Israel. What it is, it's related to what you asked me about before. South Africa was acting as an Iranian proxy there. Iran is waging lawfare against Israel and um, defaming it, smearing it, and the United States is its goal. Um, Neither America nor Israel should dignify this um, by taking it uh, any more seriously than it has to. But let's be also clear that were the International Court of Justice to try to sanction Israel, it would create real problems. It would also show the utter moral bankruptcy of the United Nations and all of its agencies. So with about uh, a minute left, you know, you just sort of uh, alluded to that, that the U.N. aid agency in Hamas have recently, it's been revealed that there have been ties. Is the problem bigger than that? Oh, much bigger. Um, It's true that uh, at least seven UNRWA, United Nations Relief Works Agency, which is the U.N. agency that is specifically uh, tasked with aiding the Palestinian refugees, or rather the descendants of 1948 refugees, that seven of them took part in the Hamas atrocities of October 7th. Um, It's been estimated that up to 10% of its employees in Gaza are associated with or members of Hamas or Islamic Jihad. But that is just the tip of the iceberg. There are two UN refugee agencies. One deals with just the Palestinians. One deals with all the refugees in the world. The goal of the um, United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, the the refugee agency for the whole world, is to resettle, to help refugees, to enable them to get new lives elsewhere from when they can't go home. The goal of UNRWA, the Palestinian refugee agency, is to keep them homeless. It is to perpetuate the conflict. They're the only refugees or descendants of refugees from the 1940s that have not been resettled or helped. A greater number of Jews were made refugees by that war for for over 800,000 Jews were forced to flee their homes in the Arab and Muslim world. They've all been resettled in Israel and elsewhere in the West. Only the Palestinian refugees have been kept deliberately homeless by the Arab world that won't accept them and by this UN agency, whose only purpose really is to perpetuate it. Um, It needs to be defunded as President Trump did, but more than that, it needs to be abolished. And the goal of helping these refugees given to a real refugee agency that will actually assist them in finding new lives rather than keeping them there in Gaza and elsewhere as props 
in a never-ending war to destroy Israel. Jonathan Tobin, thanks so much for your time. In an unprecedented move, a Republican-led panel decided to impeach President Joe Biden's top border official. GOP lawmakers blame him for the surge of migrants along America's southern border. votes no. A Republican-controlled panel of U.S. lawmakers approved impeachment charges against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on Tuesday. The move comes as political tensions mount over the issue of immigration, as Republicans blame a surge of migrants at the country's southern border on Democratic President Joe Biden and his top border official. Secretary Mayorkas's actions have forced our hand. Representative Mark Green is the Republican chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee. That is why today... We present this committee with the articles of impeachment against Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. In a party-line vote, the committee passed articles of impeachment alleging Mayorkas intentionally encouraged illegal immigration with lax policies and violated public trust by making false statements to Congress. Democrats have dismissed the impeachment effort as a political ploy, and constitutional experts have said the policy criticisms outlined by Republicans do not meet impeachment's high standard of misconduct. Representative Benny Thompson is the ranking Democrat on the committee. Republicans have ignored the facts and misrepresented the law to justify their scheme. But the law is clear, and so is Secretary's record. He's leveraged the full range of authorities at his disposal while stretching the resources provided by Congress to secure the border. Mayorkas, a former federal prosecutor, defended his immigration enforcement record in a letter to Green. He wrote, quote, I assure you that your false accusations do not rattle me and do not divert me from the law enforcement and broader public service mission to which I have devoted most of my career and to which I remain devoted. The secretary earlier this month offered to appear before the committee in his own defense, but Republicans proceeded to debate the impeachment charges without his testimony. Here's Republican Representative Clay Higgins. We're losing our country down there. And the man responsible for executing that policy is Alejandro Mayorkas. He will be... A judge in Delaware has made a decision on Elon Musk's record-breaking $56 billion Tesla pay package. A Delaware judge nullified Elon Musk's record-breaking Tesla pay package on Tuesday, calling the CEO's $56 billion compensation unfathomable. The judge concluded that the board who granted it failed to act in the best interest of shareholders. The Court of Chancery's Kathleen McCormick said the pay plan was negotiated by directors who had extensive ties with their headline-making CEO and appeared beholden to him. She said, quote, Musk launched a self-driving process, recalibrating the speed and direction along the way as he saw fit. The process arrived at an unfair price. During the week-long trial, Tesla directors argued that the company was paying to ensure one of the world's most dynamic entrepreneurs dedicated his attention to the electric vehicle maker. One director told the court it led to the company's extraordinary success. The pay package does not guarantee Musk a salary. It grants stock option awards, allowing him to buy heavily discounted Tesla stock as financial and operational goals are met. The case was brought by a small Tesla shareholder, Richard Tornetta. His lawyers argued the board never told investors that the goals were easier to achieve than the company was acknowledging. They also said the board had a duty to require Musk to work full-time at Tesla instead of letting him focus on other companies like SpaceX and X. 
Ruling in favor of Tornetta, the judge said, quote, swept up by the rhetoric of all upside or perhaps starry-eyed by Musk's superstar appeal, the board never asked the $55.8 billion question, was the plan even necessary for Tesla to retain Musk and achieve its goals? Shares of Tesla dropped in extended trade. Late on Tuesday, Musk responded in a post on X saying, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. He then launched a poll asking his followers if he should move Tesla's incorporation to Texas, where its headquarters is physically located. Musk's lawyer did not immediately respond to a request for comment, while Tornetta's attorney said in an email, good day for the good guys. The ruling can be appealed to the Delaware Supreme Court. Stay with us. More ticker coming up.